right. So we are here for a special edition of the Spirits Doorway podcast on a Thursday at noon. It's lunchtime. And uh, instead of having lunch today, we're going to sit in here and we're going to have a chat with a really um, wonderful guest, um, Steve Wilson, um, that we worked kind of hard to make this happen with, with some scheduling conflicts and some things going on. Um, so I'm really glad to be able to have you uh, have you join us today. Thanks for having me. Um, so if you don't know, this is the Spirits Doorway. We're from Kent County Paranormal, and I am one of the co-founders and co-hosts of the show. Um, the rest of the team, except for Ray Lynn, the rest of the team isn't with us today. So oh, Ray Lynn is our other co-host. Um, and uh, we are, you know, we just want to put this together every opportunity that we get so that we can help people to understand better um, what paranormal is what does that mean what does that look like it's so much bigger I think than what uh, what people think it is and yet it's a lot different as well because you know people get that Hollywood feel for what paranormal means and how it's you meant know, to be yeah, yeah right exactly. and, and it's not a lot of that stuff mm. um, so we're really glad that you're joining us um, if you follow us on the podcast um, I'd like you to go to Facebook and follow us there as well. You can follow us at facebook.com forward slash um, Kent County Paranormal. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram at Kent County Paranormal. And you can email us as well at Kent County Paranormal at hotmail.com. And if you need assistance from us, in a, in, you can always give us a call as well at 616 541 4496. And on the flip side of that, if you watch us on social media, but you haven't caught the podcast, I encourage you to go to wktvjournal.org um, forward slash podcast, where you're going to find our podcast and a lot of other cool podcasts. Uh, just before we came in here, Eric Zane did his show. He's a crazy guy. You got to watch his show. If you haven't ever seen his podcast, it's worth the, worth the watch. So I encourage you to do that as well. So uh, like I said, our guest today is uh, Steve Wilson. Um, Steve, yeah. why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself um, okay. and what brought you all the way over to where we are right here today in the USA? Um, so yeah, my name's Steve Wilson. I'm a psychic medium. Um, been doing it for quite a while now. Something that I sort of um, developed as I was a kid, and 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 then sort of had a normal life, and then later on in life got pushed back into it. Um, coming over here was it, it's I've always had this affinity with Michigan even as a kid mm -hmm. strangely enough and um, and America was just somewhere I felt that I would be coming to um, and for a couple of years we tried to make it happen you know tried to come over here it just didn't work out that you know stars didn't align or whatever but uh, this year everything just fell into place and it, it just felt right so and just the amount of um, cool people we've met when we've been here and the experience we had last Saturday night um, you know, it just, it feels like the right place at the right time right now. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm just here to develop and, and, you know, learn more on what I do. I mean, from you guys, you know, everybody's got a different technique on how they do something. Mm -hmm. And I like to listen and learn about that. And the way you guys do your ghost hunting and that kind of thing, this is something I've never experienced before. Sure. So adding that to my sort of, um, my knowledge base, mm -hmm. um, it helps for sure. And then maybe I can teach you guys something, I, you know, I don't know, yeah. Right. Yeah, so that's what I'm all about at the moment and, and just learning and, and yeah, and hopefully definitely gonna come back in the future, you know. Great. And that's the plan to come back, yeah. Yeah, good. Mm. So before we get into the paranormal side of things, yeah, this is your first trip to Michigan? First trip to Michigan, mm -hmm. um, second trip to the US. Okay, Yeah. so, so. what'd you think? I love Michigan. Yeah, I really love Michigan. I, I just, it is very similar to Australia in a lot of aspects, um, cars, stuff like that. Just the mm -hmm. roads, you know, the scenery is very similar. Obviously, we don't have the snow that you guys have, and <laughs> right. your, your summer is very similar too. As is a tad hotter, but um, yeah, I love, I love it. It mm -hmm. just feels right being here at this moment, and that the people are so friendly. You guys are really friendly and accommodating, and, and um, yeah, I yeah. Hmm. Lovely, yeah. The perspective is somewhat is, is interesting, you know. <laughs> I, I really think about that and when you say things like the people here are so nice, and I'm like, really? Because right. I don't that get that vibe. Really? <laughs> well, <laughs> I think you just met the right people. Maybe, <laughs> or maybe the accent yeah. does. It I, does. I don't know. Sure. Yeah, right. They're like, oh, he's not from around here. We better be nice to him. Right. Maybe that might be it. Well, having said that, Touchwood, they were all good. They're good. Everybody's really good. Really so. cool. Yeah. So, any, any, what was the 
most interesting place that you were to visit while you were um, here? Well, um, the Torrent House that we saw on Saturday night, um, mm-hmm. absolutely gorgeous. It's the architecture and, and the, the feel of the house. It yeah. just, as you know, we spoke there anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, went to the uh, Bernard Museum yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was interesting. They had all the ex- ex- exhibits open there. And they had that tunnel you're talking about. That yeah. was really cool. Like, really enjoyed that. Um, again, just like you can feel the energy in the place. I, I felt it was quite nice there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then where else did we go? We went to, um, oh, we went to the Mitten. Yeah. And because um, they were talking about like it was a foot in the bar and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. That was cool. But yeah, I, I think the Torrent House and. Um, um, oh, Paddock Place. We also visited that as well. Oh, wow. But didn't okay. get to go to the third floor. Sure. Yeah, that was locked. Yeah. Uh, but yep. that had just incredible... You, you mentioned that too, the incredible history there mm-hmm. and just the feeling in that place. There's been so many things coming out of that place. You yeah. Know? Um, even, you know, living too. So the energy yeah. in there is incredible. Yeah. But, but um, you know, I don't think there's one place. I think you guys have such a great history mm-hmm. that... Um, just all of those summed up in one was great. Yeah. Sure, mm. that's really interesting. I'm, you know, you mentioned uh, um, being at Bernard mm. Museum, and it's been a long time since uh, since we've been there mm. as a, as a team. Um, so like Raylan and uh, Tammy and Jen that you met mm-hmm. Saturday night, um, none of them were on our team when we did that one. It was it oh, was right. just okay. myself yeah. and uh, Brandon and Wayne yeah. that went, and. Uh, um, um, somebody else went too, and now I can't think of his name. But there was a, there was another person with us too. But when we went down there, um, I definitely had a feel that there were multiple energies there, different yeah. spirits that were residing in that space. But like you said, nothing. Um, there wasn't anything to be worried about, anything no, to be no. fearful of there. Um, yeah. But it 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 did have a, a unique. Um, feel to me because of some of the history. And I don't know if they made you aware that they used that uh, for um, the Underground Railroad, which was I didn't know that, how no. they moved um, African-American slaves from the south to the north and they oh, would take right. care of them. The purpose of that tunnel yeah. was they would hide the slaves in their basement, oh. but to get them back and forth to the hospital, if they needed care, they couldn't take them outside. So they so they the... they made that tunnel to get him back and uh, forth from the hospital to his house. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that tunnel, you when when I spent time in that tunnel, I definitely felt that energy of like almost like a fear and an excitement. Yeah. Um. All at the same time, you know, yeah. like you know, we're free, but what if we get caught? You know, that yeah. whole kind of that whole kind of vibe that was going on there. Yeah. So I really thought that was an interesting. Um, spot to be able to investigate yeah. for sure yeah I, I don't know if you guys got to go because they had the um if the, you got to go into the house where you live because they they had a had open yesterday mm-hmm. and then at the end of the tunnel had a door that went into the basement of that house and um the house was just like you're going back in time you know like yeah. 60s kitchen and just everything it was yeah. just but the the basement in there had a very um again a heavy energy not bad energy but maybe that's connected to what you were just talking mm-hmm. about then for sure yeah 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 but i love the tunnel it's just cool right yeah <laughs> and we didn't get to go in the house and you know that door and mm. i'm sure it was then that door doesn't move i guess so that you can't go oh. into the tunnel from the house side of it and i we said it's blocked one way it was, yeah so you can't you can't go back and forth through there once you get to the door you're you're done yeah. going through so yeah. um but yeah, it was really an, an interesting uh, place to be able to investigate for sure. And then, of course, in that museum area, I mean, all of the artifacts that are in there have different energies oh, tied yeah. to them as well yeah. that have nothing to do with the property or the history of that property. Yeah. You know, so I mean, there was all kinds of different. It felt very eclectic, like yes. just a mishmash of everything. Yeah. When you still got the the doctor and his family's energy in that house too as well yeah but um the amount of people that have you know been there and like you said all the different artifacts but yeah very cool Mm -hmm. very cool place yeah Yeah. and um being next to the lake there that water just amplifies everything is um but yeah no i I really liked it i i would have missed it had i not known about it you know right yeah it's not one of those places that you readily hear about even Mm -hmm. as a local like we I wouldn't have ever known about this place except, you know, Brandon, I think, brought it up and was like, hey, we need to go check this out. Oh, okay, yeah, he's connected you know? to it, yeah. Yeah, so we went down there and, and took a look at it, but... Uh, um, when, so we, when we arrived, um, there was uh, the lady called Mickey who, who must oversee it or something. She mm-hmm. was there, it was a day off, and she just happened to be there, so she gave us a tour around. And oh, wow. So it was got a lot of history and mm-hmm. information, yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned the mitten 
Yeah. What did you think of that place? Um, I was liked it. it. We, was it open then, or were you it was there open. after? Okay. Yeah, I had had a, had a beer there and and some food and, but um, the I think there was a gentleman that runs it. He wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we went upstairs uh, up to the next level, which wasn't open, and there was a lady there who must have worked there, and she mentioned that just recently they had some activity where they actually caught on video, which I haven't seen, um, but uh, you know, a, a glass was being actually flung off the table and, and that oh, wow. kind of thing. So there's okay. actually some activity happened recently there that they yeah. got on camera, but um, yeah, um, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I didn't. I didn't feel as hev- like as opposed to the museum and um, 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 what else? Paddock Place. Paddock Place. Yeah. yeah, I didn't feel as heavy there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in the mitten, but mm-hmm. and I, I didn't see anything myself. Sure. But um, funnily enough, I did hear an EVP from that place, and I did feel like the, the they were saying John. And then when we went there, there was a um, a picture on the wall that the guy was John. I can't remember his surname, but one of the the main mm. fire, firemen mm-hmm. there was John. So that was quite yeah. interesting too. So yeah. yeah. So Ray, you need to tell him about your yeah. experience. So, yeah. um, we were there investigating, and we were up on the second floor, and the bathrooms have that motion sensor light, mm-hmm. and it kept going off. So me and one of the owners, I can't was it Chris or Matt. I can't remember which one. I think it was that's even Matt. The names. Maybe it was, I don't know. Yeah. We went down to go look. So I'm like, I don't want to go down there alone. Yeah. If somebody's like in there. So we went down, we're checking it out and everything. And then I just felt like a presence through on the other, the main bar floor where it's on the lower side. And then you have the kitchen straight back. Mm-hmm. And so I walked around the corner and I'm looking and I'm scanning everything and looking at everything. Cause they would say that like things would against the glasses hanging up on the wall yeah so I'm looking at it and then I look over and then I see a man's head walk through the first little window the circular window Mm -hmm. and then it goes straight and they have one door popped open and he just walked straight fast into like the wall right there and I'm like oh my (laughs) god and I like dropped my recorder the batteries flew out of it and I was right upstairs I'm like somebody's in here somebody's in here somebody's I thought somebody had broken in from outside yeah Mm -hmm. and so we went down to look and everything and I'm explaining what he looked like and everything and then they're like I think that's old fire chief that you saw because he had like cropped back hair was wearing like a white kind of button-up shirts, kind of like a relaxed feel to it. Yeah. And they were telling me that the kitchen was where there were the <coughs> horse stables, and he would stay there late at night and hang out with the horses. But uh, he didn't, okay. like, notice me. He just walked straight past, and I'm like, it was so vivid and so clear. I'm like, yeah, you can show yourself, like, all night. And I'm like, I won't be scared. And as soon as I saw it, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so it was one yeah. of – it was it was a really intense experience, but it was really cool as well just mm-hmm. to – do you, kind of see that. Do you feel that that was um, like him, an actual ghost apparition, or do you think, do you feel like that was an imprint of him repeating something? That I think it was a repetitive moment. Yeah. I of him call it like residual. Okay. Yeah, I definitely think it was residual, and that's yeah. why I really want to go back to see if it would happen at the same time again to see if he would. What time of day was that sort of thing? Uh, it was towards like middle of the night. It must have been closer to one o'clock. Yeah, I would oh, guess. In the morning, it was, it was about halfway mm-hmm. through the investigation. So. Yeah. Do you guys find that when you do investigations that the nighttime is better genuinely like I for that is, is that is that something there everything or? calms down and it's a lot quieter yeah. i mean we can investigate during the day too as long mm-hmm. as it's quiet um but night times we usually when everything kind of mellows out a little bit um if you have more of a shy ghost i've noticed that they kind of come out just a bit more when things are a lot more relaxed and quiet mm-hmm. okay um, but the darkness so. you don't think it has anything to do with it or is that mm, just just really. seems to be no. a better time of day? i think the darkness aspect of it to me is more about um the cameras you know it depends right. on the equipment that you're using you know obviously if you're trying to pick something up and you know they say that it's easier to see a spirit with infrared than yeah. it is with your naked eyes so then you know you want the lights out and have it dark for that um i mean you know from our investigation on saturday we didn't we don't walk around in the dark i don't want to stumble around in the dark yeah, while i'm trying right. to investigate and we don't really rely heavily on um infrared you know, we do have them, and we'll set them up if we feel that there's an area that it warrants having that set up. Yeah. But otherwise, I'm not going to be dark the entire time that we're there yeah. just for the effect of it, just yeah. to make it seem spooky. You know, it, there's, yeah. no, there's no purpose for that. That's not what we're there for. Um, and like Ray said, I think, you know, people experience paranormal all day long, oh, all for sure. night long. It oh, doesn't yeah. have to be at night. But it is quieter then. You know, yeah. right to the point of um, even like investigating at a place like the Torrent House, mm. 
Um, they're open during the day, so that would make it difficult. There's a lot of traffic. It's right downtown. Oh, yeah. So you're going to have all these different sounds and noises and things happening where it, in the middle of the night there's nothing going on, and you don't really need to worry about that. So. Okay. So it's just better for, like, a base readings and stuff. Yeah. It's just right. a better mm-hmm. environment. A little yeah. less yeah. contamination. Yeah. Okay. Had you, had you been to the Torrent House before? No, I, yeah, yeah, I was so bummed I missed it because yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Tammy was sending me photos of it and I'm like, oh my God, it looks so beautiful. So It was incredible, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I really can't wait to get through our evidence and uh, see what we actually were able to capture there because that was the first time that we've been there and that was, from what they told us, that was the first time that anyone has been allowed to investigate in that building. Okay. So we were the what very first team to be able to go in there and do that. So that's it was really cool to be able to. And that's do because that. of management changes. It change of heart. They want. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was. I guess whoever was um, in charge of the um, the library before really didn't want to have any kind of connection to, you know, the the term paranormal. They didn't yeah. want people coming in there trying to ghost hunt during the day and you know whatever. Yeah. Um, they didn't want to be bothered with all of that stuff. Um, but I think. You know, and they probably realize too is that the the fan base for that type of thing has kind of matured over the years, where people aren't really they don't not try they to go jump into place, right? They yeah. don't they don't just go into places and try to do things on the down low without asking permission or you know going through the proper channels. You don't see yeah. that too often, so I think it's a lot safer now to be able to let people know that you know, hey, we may have some things going on here and. You know, and people aren't going to get scared away, or vice versa. They're not going to try to go in there and yeah. <laughs> get their own experience. It's so. yeah. attraction now because you can tell somebody that the place is haunted, and they're kind of really interested. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'd like to visit it and see what it's all about. You know, I like you said, they were a lot more respectful. Yeah. Now, and I think like the paranormal community, like here in Michigan at least, has gotten a lot more respectful. Mm-hmm. And, uh, just kind of aware of the real seriousness of it. It's not something you want to play around with, you know. Yeah, so. that's important. That's that's. I love you said that yeah. because it is something that you shouldn't play around with if you don't right. know what you're doing. They're definitely yeah, it's very yeah. serious. You know, don't, don't grab a Ouija board and just go for it. Like, right, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, but um, yeah. So is is the, what you guys do? Uh, is is Michigan like a melting pot for this, or is this just a general United States thing? Like you guys, it's a big interest in the United States in general. Yeah, you know, I think that nationwide, there's mm. a there's a big. Uh, paranormal community mm-hmm. but Michigan has kind of become unique in the way that they're doing it okay uh, unfortunately I see you know on the on the larger scale there are a lot of teams that kind of are trying to outdo someone else you oh, know, so it's the, very competitive there's very yeah, yeah. it's very okay. competitive in nature okay. where I'm seeing more and more teams in this area that are trying to form more of a community and work together and collaborate. So, you know, we've gotten to know, you know, several teams in the area that, you know, we'll go and do an investigation with them or even uh, we've had teams that we've sent clients to and they've sent clients to us if they're too busy or we're too busy or mm-hmm. depending on the ge- geography of it, you know, if they're on the other side of the state yeah. and we can't really make it over there, you know, we'll send somebody over, you know, from over on that side of the state to see them instead. So it really works out nicely that way. Okay. And we get to learn a oh, lot. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it's really easy to get stuck in your own way of doing things. Yeah. And then you see somebody else do it, and we're like, and it's like, you know what? Hey, that was a really good idea. So even like that Estes method that you got to see yeah, Saturday was... night, we picked that up from, I think actually, um, Jen... And Brandon um, kind of picked that up, and, t- and Tammy yeah. um, from Paracon uh, yeah. last year, they were talking to some different teams that yeah. were utilizing that, and so we've kind of incorporated it into part of what we do, too. So Okay. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. Yeah. I've never seen, or like, I haven't really done much EVP mm-hmm. myself, but it's interesting how you did that, and you can see that it creates a bit of a baseline. It's mm-hmm. a bit more um, unbiased on what you get, for sure. Yeah. But... Um, so are you guys, when you um, go out there, are you primarily for paranormal or are you into other stuff like, you know, urban legends, all that kind of jazz? Is that something that you're looking at as well? Or Yeah. Yeah. So I think personally for me when I started, it was really uh, – so I'm a pastor. I don't know if anybody yeah, told you, you mentioned that. that. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, got that. So when I first started, it was really more along the lines of – you know, good versus evil, right? Yeah. Like angels and demons, like, you know, the, the, the battle that is unseen. Yeah. You know, so that's really why I got into it. 
and the the idea in my mind of a person dying and some essence of them continuing to be here yeah and like communicating with us and do like i if there's something touching you and whispering in your ear it's probably a demon and you need to get rid of it and then I, as i've been in this it's like wait you know what there's a lot more going on here than just yeah you know it's not so black and white there's a lot of different things that are happening in these different energies and spirits and well, that's you interesting know. you say that because I was, I was kind of interested in your take of being a pastor, how mm-hmm. you kind of fit it into your belief system, like how you, and like you said, it's not as black and white as mm-hmm. probably portrayed. Sure. Yeah, and if you're yeah. having that experience, then you've got to go, well, there's probably a little bit more there than right. actually is. Well, yeah. one of the things that I talk to people about, you know, and, and I'm not necessarily Catholic, but mm-hmm. in the Catholic belief, there's, a pl- there's this thing called purgatory. Mm-hmm. And in purgatory, you have unfinished business that you need to take care of before you can move on. Right, okay. How do you take care of the unfinished business if you can't somehow interact with the living? I see. Okay. Right? So if there is such a thing as purgatory, then I would imagine that there's such a thing as being able to manifest yourself as a spirit so that you can communicate or touch or move something or yeah. you know whatever it is that you're trying to do. Otherwise, that business can't ever get finished. That's exactly so right. So that you'd yeah. be able to move on. Yeah. So that's one of the things that I look at and like, you know, Maybe there's there's something to that. Yeah. And even the idea of, you know, people are always, even within religious circles, you know, a loved one passes on and they're like, I can feel them with me. Yeah. Okay, well, if it's really true that once you die, you instantly are gone, then how do you feel them with you? Mm. That can't, they can't both be true. Yeah. One of them has to be false or bendable or yeah. there's you know it's not as black and white as we think it is exactly yeah. so you know i think there's definitely an, op- an option there that when somebody passes either maybe they don't even realize what happened to them yeah so they don't know that they're supposed to go somewhere yeah or when they pass they're so attached to a responsibility or a person or whatever that they don't feel like they're free to to move on. To move on. Or know? that living person is holding them back by <clears throat> not letting go as well. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, all of those things could be a reason that that there's a lot more to it. than. And then, of course, I mean, as we've gone on, you know, even the idea of, you know, like fairies and um, trolls and, you know, these different, like, I've seen too many different things now yeah. and talked to too many different people that, like, this can't. There's got to be something to these things, yeah. that, you know, that, the, that there's a possibility that there are other things that exist with us that we don't understand. Yeah. You know. And we, it's probably we're just waiting to get to that stage where we do understand mm-hmm. it. And then it'll just be, you know, as common as electricity, you know. You're like, right. Oh, well, that's a, mm-hmm. a norm, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Cool. Yep. Yeah. So, so <clears throat> I wanted to ask you about, mm. you know, you... you like on your page and whatnot, it says psychic medium. Mm-hmm. You kind of introduce yourself as psychic medium. Um, what does that mean to you? Like, um, well, to me, um, it's it's the best choice of words that I have at the moment to maybe <laughs> put um, put me into that sort of. I wouldn't say I'm in a category because you're ever changing. So I mean, I'm I'm a psychic because I can pick up stuff that's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, for people, what's happening in their lives and where they're headed, and and I do that. I feel through guides or people that have deceased or, or some kind of a being like that and they give you information so that's the psychic side and then the mediumship side obviously is, is you know contacting the other side and, and coming through with um, information and the way I do that is um, I'm sort of very much like a John Edward style where I, I, I like facts mm-hmm. so um, I, I need to know you know that the name I'm, I'm quite good with names so if I, I need to know the name of the person that's died or some information that they can give me that I would not know that they've experienced with that person mm-hmm. who's living, you know, and then it proves life after death or proves that they're there, you know, you might purgatory or something like that. They're there right. on that other side there, that they're always around you, you know, yeah. that's how I works. But on that same token, I'm, I'll keep shifting, you know, I, I initially use cards and crystals. I've got a, a crystal with me now, but that was my, how I started. I don't know how you started, but mm-hmm. it sort of helps with the validation for myself too. Mm-hmm. throwing them down. You go, Oh, I, I am on the right track. That's great. Mm-hmm. And the other person sees it and they go, Oh, that's, that's, good too but then you get to a state where and through mentors and people uh, telling me that just trust what you've got you know right. and 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 when I was taught a long time ago a mentor said to me like 
you've got to give what you you get you, you know 95% might be incorrect the 5% might be right and you might hit the nail on the head but they still need to hear it you know right. and then he said as you keep doing that that shifts and 95% is going to be right and 5% will be mm-hmm. you know discarded um, but that psyche medium thing now it's changing to more I, I just I love talking and connecting with people who have passed over and hence why you know I've sort of drawn to you guys and, and what you're doing there and giving the messages for someone who's you know mother or son or whatever has passed over just sure. so they can see that they're there mm-hmm. um, and and w- whether they eventually you know move up to heaven or wherever they go they're still there and they will meet them eventually you know they're just that 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 piece and I think also and also you're talking about unresolved business if there is something that a spirit wants unresolved I really want to help with that I want to take that message and deliver it or or uh, you know you know end something for them so Mm -hmm. they can move on so that interests me at the moment where that goes I have no idea (laughs) but I've come from the psychic thing of Mm -hmm. telling people about careers and love and relationships which I enjoy still but I'm I'm sort of weaning off now Mm -hmm. and heading towards the the mediumship side so yeah, that's the best term, psychic medium, because I think that's what people kind of generally know. Right. But um, yeah, I, I I don't know if there's another term. Is there? Is maybe there a new you term? could create a new term. <laughs> well, maybe I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, I think there's. Do you need a term? I've right? I've heard different people use different terminologies, and you know, there's. I mean, some people prefer, but I don't know that any of them really encapsulate the entirety of it because everybody's gift is different. Oh, for sure. You know, sure. so it's it's really hard. I mean, you, you use a general term like that, and it's really hard to to say what it is because I think some people, you know, some people get a sense, yeah, a feeling. Some people hear things. Some people see things. Some people, you know, oh, yeah. you know, are very emotionally connected to it. Some people are very more analytically connected to it, where they just see the facts of it. And so, I mean, it's and that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I I find like I don't know about Raylene. Like, you you might be. You, you call yourself a psychic medium? Are you a psychic medium when you um, say? More, I lean more towards sensitive. Um, okay. I See mean, that, I've never really and that's probably more touched like it, into like the psychic part of it. I yeah. don't know. So but more empathic get, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I get a sense of people. I can be around them and kind of get a feel for yeah. things that they're doing, things that might be going on in their life. Right. Um, and you, I, so when you do, say, do you do readings, do you? No. Okay. <laughs> um, I started kind of tuning more into it, um, using the gu- guidance of tarot cards and stuff, but I had an unfortunate accident with uh, tarot cards in the car with me, and I just, the experience I had, there was a weird moment, and I just kind of put them to rest for a minute until I'm ready to get back into it, just mm-hmm. because things got a little too real. Yeah. Um, so, and I wasn't ready for that. Yeah. Um, so, with that, I just kind of got away yeah. from that. There's so many different things that I want to touch into. Yeah. It's just trying to decide if I'm ready for it or not, so. And I think you get to that moment where you just know. Like mm-hmm. you, you have all these, like you're saying, all these different um, abilities around you and, and some people are stronger than others and whatever. And um, you, you, you just know when you get to that moment, oh, I'm ready to, to open that door and, and do right. that kind of stuff. Right. Um, and, and whereas like with yourself, you're being sensitive, like I, when I can feel stuff, but I wouldn't say it's my, my main sort of way of getting information. Like mm-hmm. my information is more, I guess, male based where it's more facts. I'm very informative. That's that's how I work. Right. So, and I tend to I, I notice that when I do a reading or something or connect with somebody who passed over, I switch off my emotions. Mm-hmm. I really don't want to feel what they felt. Or I don't mm-hmm. want to don't want to feel emotional. I want to give the clearest, crispest, crisp uh, answer I can to somebody, and and I, that's worked for me. And I like to be quite blunt and to the point. Right. Whereas um, you know other psychic mediums, I just like you said, they they feel stuff. They can walk into a room and they break down, or they yeah. they can yeah. just feel energy, and that mm-hmm. might be yourself. Yeah, but, I lead a lot mm-hmm. with emotions. Yeah, and 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 having that term psychic medium, people go, okay, um, so maybe they see dead people, or how do they know that, that you're a sensitive? How do they know? You know, yeah. right? So right. I, I think all that terminology is going to change. Yeah. I think so. And kind of needs to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like myself too, you know, when I started, um, I would say, so when I started doing this, um, one of the things that was my gift and still is part of it um, was that I would see darkness. Mm-hmm. So when, if I, and it doesn't necessarily, I don't think need to be like a demon, mm-hmm. but even like a spirit that is just, bad that has a lot of evil or hatred and you know whatever i will see that as just a dark figure 
You actually see an outline of a figure. I will, yeah, yeah, I'll okay. actually see a dark figure. Yeah. Um, and that's about as far as it went at that point. Yeah. Um, but the more time that I spend doing this work, um, I've become more of an empath as well. Um, where and it's very emotionally based. So I have to. I had to learn to turn it off. So you turn it off when you go into do your. Work. I do because I, I. I. It affects the information I get. So yeah. and then you guys probably turn it off. Right. I turn it off. Yeah. Like I have to turn it off when I'm not doing that, so that I don't constantly get inundated with emotional feelings that aren't my own. Right. Yeah. yeah. So when I go into a space like that, when we're investigating, I let that happen. Yeah. And. And I'll feel so like at Paddock Place, I spent like half the night at Paddock Place, literally in tears yeah. because I just felt this sadness. And I think right, we were both, we like, were both like, there's a uh, mom there that lost a child, and we just kept feeling that. Right. I mean, even hearing about it now, I kind of get that little kick because I remember yeah. feeling it's almost like I channeled her, and I felt like I had lost a child. Mm-hmm. I don't have any children, but just feeling that pain, I was mm-hmm. like, it was, it was really intense. And the rest of the night, I just kind of sat and I was just like trying to process what she was processing. It was absolutely heartbreaking. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah, that, and yeah, that's completely different to the way mm-hmm. that I work. And I think that's cool because then like yourself and then someone like myself and all that can go in uh, to an area and then I can get an informative view of it, you can get an empathic view of it, right. and you bring a picture together. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, 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 I could probably do that, but I just choose not to. Mm-hmm. Right. I'd rather it, just... It is exhausting. So yeah. I, yeah. I, mean... I, I, could, I, I could go in there and see the child and the, and the parent mm-hmm. and what happened and just explain it informatively, but then switch off as far as mm-hmm. my, my... The emotion. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that'd be nice. It would be nice just to get <laughs> the facts instead easier. of feeling well, the emotion and then you put the pieces together yeah, and some, right. you know... Yeah, because a lot of times, I mean, at least for me, the emotion doesn't clearly state what the emotion is from uh, so right, then yeah, we have yeah. to piece it together and if we get you know any evidence that would you know if we get an EVP that says a name or says you know death or you know whatever we're looking you know whatever we're trying to find out mm-hmm. then that gives us some answers as to why we were feeling that way or when we go back and we find about you know the history of the place and mm. find out that yes there was a you know a woman there that had a child that passed very young and then it's like oh my gosh that's that's mm-hmm. what we were feeling was that you know and, and then you can connect the dots but it's not always very clear no. what no. that emotion why that emotion is occurring we just feel it and you're like it. oh wait what is it what is happening um even like uh, tammy had one at a residence oh, that we're nice. still not completely sure what it was caused by but she broke down in just in, like, like, in hysterics an she was it, you know, and so we had to take her outside and sage her and like get you know help her get grounded again because yeah. she was out of sorts mm-hmm. um, during that. You know, and uh, and there was no real clarity as to why. Yeah, she was feeling that. It's just we knew she knew that suddenly she was afraid and yeah. you know was feeling somebody else's emotions of fear for some reason. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So that's a a little. Know, difficult at times for people to to it, work with. It, I, I have found personally, and, and from what I've been taught is, I don't know if, if you already do it, but there, you you can actually go into something and say, you can actually state to whether it's your guides or whoever's around mm-hmm. you helping you, like, I just want to feel what's happening in this place. I don't want anybody else's energy. Like, you can actually be that yeah. clear sure. about it. Oh, yeah. You know, and, 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 and like you said, switch it off mm-hmm. if you need to. And I think that really helps, you know. Um, and And... I do believe, um, and I've said this probably before, that everybody has an ability of sorts. Yeah. That intuition, that connection, whether mm-hmm. they, it's heightened to the ability whether they do it as a career or not, is it may not be, but they all have that connection and that intuition. And you, yeah. you are using as you go in, you know. Right. And obviously, uh, as the more you do it, yours will increase, mm-hmm. and, and yours is obviously increasing, as you know. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, um, the biggest thing I sort of would like people in general people it's like using your intuition i've noticed that i was talking to laura the other day and and she was speaking about how um you know if you're just checking with your heart you can usually be on the right track so if you go into a place and and you feel that i've got this this emotion i'm feeling this 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 overwhelming thing is this to do with the places the person that's passed here when i do it i just go i ask the question and usually if it's my mind, it's like a massive, like loud, like, yes, in my head. Mm-hmm. And I'll know that's not the yeah. right answer. And then I'll just wait and there'll be a quiet answer. Like, yeah. like the, yeah, 
that that's it. I know mm-hmm. that's it. The quieter answer is always the one for me. Yeah. Yeah. The louder answer is is, is usually my head getting in the way. Sure. That's how I distinguish it. Okay. So. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you too. Um, I know you had mentioned crystals. Mm. Um, so like crystals and stones and things like that that would help to amplify or even to maybe um, focus mm-hmm. your gift and to you know help you connect with your guides, you know, that kind of thing. What uh, What's your take on that? Well, uh, yeah, I, I definitely agree with it. I mean, I started out with selenite when I was way back at the very start of it, and that's a very calming stone. That worked yeah. for me. But the, the biggest one, and I, I would talk about it all the time, is Moldavite. That's the one that just accelerated and just, I just, things just went out the window for me, like just crazy, crazy uh, intense. So in a good way. Mm-hmm. So Moldavite, I find, um, is, is a crystal that as soon as you have it, um, it's very powerful. They say sometimes you get a Moldavite flush with it. People can feel that intensity. Sure. Um, it's not for everybody. And sometimes they balance it with a black tourmaline just to give it a bit of a yeah. balance. But having that just brings in the abilities, um, not just psychic stuff, like daily life stuff. Like if you've got a, 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 in a relationship that is just not working for you and you know you should be out of it, but you just don't know how to, that Moldavite makes things mm. happen. So it releases sure. in the best way possible. And yeah. same with careers and, and just life. So... If people are stuck in life, Moldavite is just fantastic, you know, mm-hmm. and that's the best one for definitely increasing yeah. ability mm. Good. and protection. I, I use it for protection all the time. Right. right. I just right. put that in, in my pocket and I use Archangel Michael as another protection thing. Okay. And that is the best thing for me. Yeah. Good. Mm. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, I guess for, you know, I, personally, I know Ray uses different stones mm-hmm. and different things. Um, I personally have not done that myself, but I've always... You can probably see on me, I've got a couple of crosses yeah. you know, that are permanently in place. And I always have in my bag when I'm investigating, I have a cross and I have, you know, my Bible and I have some different things that I use to um, as protection. Yeah. But as far as like, um, you know, have that guidance and, you know, whatnot, um, I really haven't investigated that or you know delved into that very much myself so i was really curious because i know saturday you had mentioned that too while we were at the torrent house and so i wanted to get a little bit of insight as to well i think it's something like even if if you're ready if you're ready just to have it on you and just Mm -hmm. to just to see because i find it really amplifies what i'm getting to Mm -hmm. and and it's something like if you don't need moldavite it'll just lose itself and you won't have it around anymore that's just how it works and i'll probably have it for the next couple of months and it'll disappear right but it just gets you to the next stage and 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 you might not be at you know might not be ready to to open that door yet so mm-hmm. you just haven't been interested in that sure you know you might be more interested in the scientific side of this but then you you'll probably you, you i do <clears throat> can i give you a, a message is that yeah good? i do feel like you're gonna ha- you're gonna see some kind of apparition coming up into the future mm-hmm. um it's not that far off it's within a three-month period it feels like a a younger uh, lady probably a teenager um and it feels like it's in a whole old house setting it feels like you're somewhere you haven't been before and you'll see that, and I think that will prompt you to want to develop more intuitively. Okay. Okay. Good. So that's what it's been. All right. And it'll just be a natural occurrence, not yeah. a scary thing. Sure. Be, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that too. Mm-hmm. Um, so as you encounter, as you encounter different spirits, and you communicate with them and whatnot, and you've been more developing that part of it, and you know, wanting to um, have that. Um, be more conversational with them and you know and whatnot yeah um and i think and I, I think you're probably very similar in the where i'm at with it is like i've experienced enough things at this point that i don't often get scared by anything that yeah. happens it's like okay you know yeah. <laughs> i see it that's great and i watch these things on tv i don't know if you've ever watched um any of the american Ghost I, hunting shows. I saw, I caught a glimpse of a show, Paranormal Survivor, the other yeah. night. Yeah, so yeah. a lot of times they, you know, they'll see something or they'll yeah. hear something and they all freak out and they'll yeah. go running out of the room and whatever. And, you know, it's a theatrics for the show is, I hope, what it really mm-hmm. is. Because I, people, I watch that and I'm like, you know, some of these guys have been doing this stuff for a decade or better. And they're still and they're still, <laughs> and they're still scared every time they hear a thump in the dark and it's like, 
if you're still that nervous about it, then you know maybe you, you're in the wrong yeah. in the wrong field. <laughs> I don't know. You know. Well, I've noticed when stuff like that happens to us, well, me and you usually are the ones that are running towards the sound, not right. away from it. Everyone yeah. else is like trying to process what happened. Right. We're like, where did it come from? Yeah, when so. I hear a noise, like so, when we were in the basement at Torrent and yeah. we heard that talking, that there was that muffled voice down at the end of the hall, and Brandon and I both heard it, and I was just like. Was that on Saturday night? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. You I, might have been. I, I done. You were there. done already, weren't you? Okay. So n- near the end of the night, we went back down to the basement um, because we hadn't spent a whole lot of time down there because we really didn't feel much when we were down there initially. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, um, we went back down there, and Brandon asked. So when we got down to the bottom of the stairs, we felt we we smelled cigar while we were standing at the bottom of the stairs, ah, okay. and that wasn't there earlier in the night, so that was kind of odd in and of itself. And then Brandon asked, because they weren't sure where the morgue was located down there, if it was in this one room or if it was in the room on the other end of the building. So Brandon asked, hey, can you um, guide us to the morgue? Yeah. And instantly we heard this murmuring down at the end of the hall. Oh, right. And Brandon was like, I'm like, D- can you hear? And he's like, yeah, it sounds like a guy talking. Yeah. I'm walking, you know, I think everybody was kind of just standing there like, okay and i'm like i gotta go <laughs> we're walking down there like I, i'm always but even the those third floor those third floor stairs that he's like you know those go up to the attic and i'm like oh i so want to go up to the, I, yeah. i'm the one like i hear a weird noise or i see something in the dark or whatever and i'm like i gotta go see the that. adventurous side of you yeah is. so yeah. you know that kind of thing just uh that draws me in yeah well it's um, interesting you mentioned that down at the basement there because um like I said, when I was down, there, I didn't, I didn't really feel anything at that time. Right. There was a fair few of us down there, though. Yeah. Um, but the the other lady, I'm sorry, I don't know her name. Not not tell me the other lady that was Jen. There. Jen. Jen. Yep. I remember she did mention she smelled smoke, like mm-hmm. cigarette smoke or something like that, when we mm-hmm. were down there. So yeah. that that's interesting. You bring that up. But yeah. um, did you guys pick up anything else around, or can you not reveal at this stage? Are you waiting? Um, until? Well, we really haven't gone over any of our evidence, any of our recordings yet, so we really don't know for sure. Um, we did have some experiences. I don't know if we mentioned, say, um, Brandon, one of the guys that's on the team, mm-hmm. um, he showed up a little bit later after right. you had been there. Oh, no, he, he was there when I, when I was there. He arrived, um, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. yeah he, show, he showed up, and he was walking through. So it was after you had walked through, and you had mentioned to me the older woman that's sitting right. in that front room. Yeah. And then later on, you know, you were upstairs, I think, on your own. You know, uh, one of the ladies that worked there was took you upstairs to show you around. Yeah. And uh, Brandon came walking through, and he's and he walks up to me and goes, so I think I just saw an old lady over there. And I'm like, <laughs> hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. So, um, you know, just stuff, stuff like that that we have. And we hadn't know, talked we didn't, before that. We didn't so. <laughs> capture anything, but having two people have the same experience that hadn't even had a chance to talk to each other yet. I thought that was pretty cool that yeah. we had that. Um, so we spent quite a bit of time in that room later in the evening All right, okay. um, doing another EVP session. So we're really hoping that we got some communication there. So okay. um, I think we did have some personal experiences. Um, quite a few times we smelled like it smelled like somebody had a fire going in a fireplace. Mm-hmm. Or the cigar smoke; those two things reoccurred throughout the night. We had that happen. Okay. So yeah, That's cool. and I think Jen asked earlier. I got to scroll up to it here a second. She asked if you, whoops, there it is, um, if you had any energies that you sensed in particular at the Torrent House that that you would be able to give us any kind of clarity on. I think like you had mentioned, there was a guy upstairs with couple of children but yeah so i mean my my personal feeling was a was the older woman in a rocking chair in that sort of parlor room downstairs mm-hmm. that brandon mentioned to yeah. the second when we went up to the third floor which had the ballroom area which was now books that one i i, I just saw the back of a, a a man from probably the period of when the place was built um holding two children of maybe toddler age like a boy and a girl yeah and walking away from me yeah. and that sort of happened when there was hardly anybody around me i, I noticed that happened and I, and then when we, you were sort of doing your EVP in that front ballroom, I, I mean, I just I kept getting that name Jessica all the time and mm-hmm. Jessica Strong and then the name Monica. Um, and then I, I did get that Jessica girl. I don't think she's connected to the, the, the Mr. The Torrent, who, that original. Right. But it felt like 
um, just leave my daddy alone. And I, I, that just kept resounding with me. But it wasn't, again, a negative thing. It was like, you know, you just bug, it's like, oh, you're just bugging my daddy, just leave mm-hmm. him alone or, you know, that kind of feeling. But then on a, the same token, I did feel that <clears throat> the same girl, um, we were sort of sitting at the front of the door there into that ballroom and we had the, um, <clears throat> pardon me, I'm getting choked up now, don't um, and getting, we had the bookshelves. I did feel like there was a girl running towards through the bookshelves kind of like as in like a stop kind of thing like Mm -hmm. but again i couldn't pick up on what that was so but she was like it just and i got a lot of a lot of shivers a lot of heat through me when she was doing that so i don't know if that was connected to the um the girl saying just you know leave my daddy alone yeah so but that was the main things um i was intrigued by the attic Mm -hmm. like you were as well but i don't know if there's anything up there because obviously we didn't go there right um basement um, um i didn't pick up much down there um, when I was there, but I was there very briefly, and I didn't yeah. go into that far end. Was that the morgue? The yeah, one the, yeah okay. right at the end of the hall. Yeah, yeah I didn't end up going in that one. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Laura, my friend, who's also um, uh, a psychic medium, she she felt that there was a big door there. I don't know if she mentioned to you, like a, and it had the Torrent House written on it, and it was looked like it was from the original house, mm-hmm. and she did feel that it was meant to be put back. Like yes. were, she was really sad. That big wooden mm. like screen that door looking. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you know, I didn't. I guess I didn't really get a specific kind of feeling from it, but I had a feeling that that door there was unfinished business with that door. Like that door needed to go somewhere or be a part of something, yeah. and not just sitting down there collecting dust. Like it yeah. just felt wrong to me that it was just leaning up against a wall in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. And I, I mean, I I didn't I I didn't. Um, I didn't um, pick up on that. She picked up on that mm-hmm. way before me, and she said she was just feeling the door, and she was getting emotional over that door. She's like, "They just want this door back," mm-hmm. you know. Like, and she even mentioned it. Pardon me to the people that work there. They really need to put this door back. Like, yeah. why is it sitting in a basement? It's like a, this gorgeous door, like, right. and you've just ripped it off. Like, put it back. Yeah. But that was yeah. That that was probably the main things that I picked up. Um, mm-hmm. and, and like I, I'll, like Laura's saying as well, I we both felt that. The original family there. It was just a lovely family home. Um, you could, you, you, I could also, you could feel the rivalry. There was like a lumber rivalry, wasn't there, between the two families of sorts? Hackley and Torrent. Was there a rivalry there? Yes. Yeah, yeah. you could yeah. feel feel that too. But yeah, that that was the yeah. main thing. Those are the main things. Yeah. So the saw. history behind that, um, real briefly, is uh, well, at least the story that goes behind it is that Hackley and Torrent were both. I guess, lumber barons Mm -hmm. in the Muskegon area, and they didn't like each other. So Hackley built that building across the street, and Torrent, because he wanted to one-up him, built his building a little bit taller so that it would be bigger than Hackley's building. Directly across the road. (laughs) Yeah, right across the street. So that's the story behind it, is that he just wanted to one-up him one more time. So that, that was like, you know, the kind of the feud there that culminated in these two gorgeous buildings that almost look identical from the outside the 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 architecture is very similar yeah but so you'd almost think that they were built together for you know for a purpose but they weren't so okay yeah yeah i I thought they were i thought they were both Mm -hmm. originally until you told me the history but yeah yeah and the only other thing was that remember we were in that round room at the front there Mm -hmm. and you you were feeling a vortex and i kind i kind of felt that there was a uh, you know, like there'd just be children in here that maybe discipline, like a school kind of vibe or something like that. That yeah. was my sort of feeling, like a detention room or something like that. Right. But yeah, lot. It just felt like there was a lot of uh, young people in that place. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame you didn't yeah. get to go. I know. There. I'm <laughs> thinking. I'm like thinking in my head. Take. I'm like, I'm gonna, we'll be able to go back go. soon. So that'll I be good. So. We'll be able to get back in there. So we're actually gonna do. Um, we get to do a live presentation and reveal with the staff and they're going to invite the public to come in okay um, so we're doing that right around halloween um so that'll be fun to be able to go back and show them you know what we found and, yeah. and our experiences and whatnot and to be able to share um you know what you had experienced while you were there will definitely yeah, add yeah. to add to that so what we should probably what we should try to do if it works out i'll have to stay in touch with you um, is to see if we can maybe like Skype you into our reveal and have oh, okay. you have you like on a TV screen in the room for for part of the reveal so that you could talk about sure. and share your your part of uh, the investigation. What I, I sort really of cool. saw and felt, yeah, cool. Yeah, so yeah. 
Good. Well, it looks like we're just about out of time already. It's yeah. been no, it's an hour, hour and goes, goes pretty quick. And we want to really, um, you know, we, this is, a, like I said, a special edition podcast. And we want to honor Gene's time because Gene, who puts this whole thing together for us, has to get in a car and drive all the way to Fort Wayne right now. It has to be there by 4 o'clock. So Godspeed. And I hope that the construction works in your favor on all of the roads because that's one thing i don't know if you experienced that in australia but summers is here are horrible because everything is under construction and then winters here are horrible because everything is frozen so yeah. <laughs> that's great yeah. so either way you do it it's really not easy to travel anyway. around yeah. yeah thanks jane i mean you're you really do bring these guys together and 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 help put out a really good message to people so yeah and you got a great energy too i mean i yeah i, I <laughs> Don't sell yourself short. You're a, you're very good, you know, for this for this yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. it's been really neat. Yeah. So. so just throw the money over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, now, he's, now Gene's gonna pay him off for <laughs> saying all those nice things. <laughs> That's yeah. right. So, and don't speed. There you go. Yeah, don't speed. Yeah. So cool. thank you again for yeah, coming no, and thank joining you. us uh, for this uh, podcast. And again, um, we are Kent County Paranormal, and this is the Spirits Doorway. Um, find us on Facebook at uh, Kent County Paranormal. Um, you can find us on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash Kent County Paranormal. You can email us at kentcountyparanormal at hotmail.com. You can call us at 616-541-4496 if you need any assistance from us. And if you are watching us on social media but you haven't picked up the podcast, go to wktvjournal.org forward slash podcast because if you don't, Gene is going to be very sad that nobody's checking out the podcast because this is like what he does, man. So come out, come check those out too because there's a bunch of them on there that are really fun to, to listen to and to watch. Um, so I encourage you to do that. So thank you guys for joining us again for another edition. We will be back um, for our normal podcast, but it will be one week later. It'll be the fourth um, week of the month because our team is going to, some of our team is going to Paracon up in Sault Ste. Marie. So they'll be gone the day that we would normally do the podcast. But the following week when we do the podcast, it's going to be awesome because they're going to be like so excited about talking about all the, po mm -hmm. all the stuff that they saw at Paracon, all the people they got to talk to. So we're going to, I think Ray and I are pretty much going to sit back and let the, those yeah. three like go nuts and have their have their time on the show. So it should be a really good show. So we look forward to uh, having you guys back and, uh, and sharing some more with you. Thank you again. Thank you. Yeah.